Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Network newscast at the top of each and every hour for five minutes. And um, I just love the fact that somebody's like mad at Fauci. And it's always a guy who sounds like this. How come Dr. Fauci didn't? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's his fault. Pandemic's his fault. Man, that newscast is hard to listen to. Can we get a different... I guess we can't get a different one. Man, it's stupid. You know what else is stupid? Me. For the next three hours, we will talk with you. Well, actually, I have one open segment, and it's at the end of the show. <laughs> at 11.40. So we won't talk with you, but we will talk at you as I talk with some guests. I have some people from... Second City, I have uh, a filmmaker who uh, has made a new documentary. I have the uh, Pro Bowl safety, Leroy Butler. I think you heard of him. He invented the Lambeau Leap up there in uh, Wisconsin. It's like going to Wisconsin. I had the S kicked out of me in Wisconsin. Uh, Tony Roberts, of course, Annie Hall, and played against Sam. Oh, wait, no, not him. The, the comedian, he's at Helium St. Louis. We'll have Nicole Lynn, the first black female agent in sports history. She's written a new book. Brandon Steiner is going to drop by and talk about memorabilia. Dick Girardi is going to come on, talk about the Belmont Stakes. And actor Jeff Doucette, uh, a lot of work he did in the 80s. And uh, he's in a new ABC show called uh, Rebel. Uh, All that under one roof, the Costco of talk. And we'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, around the world on American Forces Radio Network, proud and privileged of being on AFN. If you're in the military, I'm on your side. Stay safe, come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. Tune in app, by Heart Radio app, Stitcher app. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, channel 2, and your cable provider. Come on back.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800 Okay, three dozen by tomorrow morning. Yeah, the roses on For the flower shop is blooming. To keep up with high demand, he must strengthen his business's roots. Just just one second. Faraz's flowers, uh, hold please. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Faraz's. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show from Second City, Holly Laurent and uh, Greg Hess, and uh, they're here to talk about their podcast, Mega, with a special this coming Sunday. First of all, Holly, are you a Laurent or a Laurent? 
Oh, Rick, I really like the fancy way you say it, so I'm not going to correct it from the French way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ladies first. Uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of Second City and, and the troupe that you guys have. How hard, of, how hard was it, first of all, Holly, to, to get accepted into that group? I moved to Chicago knowing that that's all I wanted to do, and I, I improvised it. Every, I took every class, played with every group, did everything I could possibly do every night for like 10 years, and then I got on the um, to be an understudy on the touring company, and, um, and I thought I had arrived making like $30 a day, like uh, <laughs> memorizing all the shows in case I got put in anything, but honestly... Ended up touring there and um, doing three reviews on the main stage, and it's the dream. It's the absolute dream. I was sort of like, well, where do I go from here? Because that's all I ever wanted. <laughs> no doubt. And, you know, Greg, I think about the, you know, the Chris Farley's and the Tim Meadows and Steve Carell and Colbert's, the other ones that have come through there. I mean, in a way, is it hard not to look ahead at SNL and, and movies and kind of keep your eyes where you are? I think that's hard in this in this business to always uh, to, to just stay to, to stay in the present is definitely one of the biggest rules of improv. So I try to do that as best I can. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, of course, there's some true legends that have come out of Second City, and if anything, they're inspirations. That's for sure. It's true. It's everybody tries to say like, "Hey, a rising tide raises all boats," and like and like keep your eyes on your own paper and you know just keep plugging along but i always look at it as an inspiration too like greg said because i think that if god is ringing your neighbor's doorbell it means god is in the neighborhood well speaking of that theme mega is a completely improvised podcast you guys have a fictional mega church and then you play different characters so uh, holly how does that go with the characters do you have recurring ones or is it new every time yeah, Greg and I play um, the same characters in every episode, and then in each episode we have a comic who comes on and plays a, a guest on the podcast, and we it's fully improvised, but before we meet with each guest and we're like, hey, what do you want to do? What do you like? Because a megachurch has it all, right? Like, it, if there's an escalator in there, it might be a megachurch. If there's a food court, you're in a megachurch. And so we're like, oh, we could go forever. We made this fictional megachurch have 10,000 members and 600 staff, and so we've had people who are like, um, I run a ministry for people who are enthusiastic about aquatic recreation. I mean, it can be anything, like a small group for Christian golfers, whatever. So um, we, we, we just keep, like, building and exploring the world out. And um, it all happened because I was telling Greg, I always joke that I speak evangelical and I speak English. And he was like, you got to do something with this. Because my dad is still a pastor of a megachurch, and I just know the world inside and out. And in comedy, specificity is is kind of gold and so we were like let's do this and it's been really fun <laughs> well holly let me just stay with you on on the gist of what you just said because you know when you look at these joel osteens and the tax breaks and these these lavish places they have <laughs> um you know juxtapose that with the guy who puts the hands on your forehead and heals you and you throw away your your crutches where is your dad and all that yeah <laughs> i mean he is very much um he is a he is a deep deep believer. You know, he doesn't, he's not a part of a church that does any of the kind of like, uh, you know, slain in the spirit type of thing. But, um, you know, Greg and I come from a comedy tradition where we were raised in the, in the Chicago improv waters of like, hey, play to the top of your intelligence. And if you have a comment that you would like to make, and if you want to punch up at systems of power, the best way to do that and the best way to protect 
yourself w- with the audience so that you they can stay disarmed and like listen to what you're actually saying is a to be really funny but also b to like play it with deep sincerity to like be the thing to the best of your ability and um to be the thing that you're actually making a comment about so we play characters who don't like wink at all and don't give anything away we're like playing like the deep sincerity of the satires within the point of view of the people who i know inside and out because they're my family (laughs) (laughs) so holly a, a little righteous gemstones does that hit home or is that total farce to you that's a little bit mixed with, like, televangelist stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, goes on TV. But in terms of, like, yeah, these churches have a lot of people, and they have a lot of money, and they have a lot of power. And um, it's funny because when we first created the podcast, we were sort of shooting at the kind of, like, comedy target. We were hoping to get, like, comedy nerd audience people. And what we ended up getting was, like, a mix of, Christian church folk, and then, like, ex-evangelicals, which I wasn't even familiar with that term before we started the podcast, but, like, we have a big ex-evangelical community of people who have been like, oh, this is so therapeutic to be able to really, like, be lighthearted and laugh about the, the place that I come from and to sort of deconstruct the things that really shaped who I am, but in a way that is, 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 is it's a loving send-up. It's not, it's not angry, but it's really, like, taking, you know, uh, honest looks at what these things are, because it is, you know, pe- it's not the people who go to church who are our targets. It's the Joel Osteens and the, like, powerful people who kind of, like, can work that system, you know? Yeah, I know you guys got to run. So last question, Greg, did, have you gotten any pushback from people, like the kind of people who thought Spinal Tap was a real band, and then they found out, oh, my gosh, I was duped? <laughs> yes, actually, it's one of the funniest things, is every once in a blue moon we'll get an email or a, a comment saying, Wait, is this is this real? And I think that's uh, that's one of the greatest compliments we could get. And um, you know, tonally, we're like we try to keep it very as you know as real as as the office was to corporate culture and to and Veep was to to politics. That's where we're trying to you know really keep it so that it feels like oh my gosh, I know these people. <laughs> All right, great stuff from Holly. <laughs> Laurent and Greg Hess. Make sure to check out Mega, a special episode this Sunday as well. Uh, thanks for coming on. If you guys are ever in San Francisco, come on in studio. We'd love to have you. Oh, that's great. Thanks, thanks so much. Sure, no problem. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY is the uh, number to call. By the way, have you ever squeezed the Charmin? Because I have. Charmin is durable, absorbent, and strong, and you can use up to four times less paper with Charmin. Here's the thing, folks. There are certain places in your life where you don't want to skimp, and I mean, number one for me would be like a mattress. (laughs) If you're going to spend, well, it's a quarter of my life, but for most people who do it right, a third of your life in bed, why would you want to save a little money here or there? I don't care how much Charmin costs. I don't care. I just, I get Charmin. I get the two-ply. And Charmin for commercial uses, toilet paper rolls are 40% thicker and 40% more absorbent than the leading premium commercial bath tissue. Charmin is long-lasting and a great value for your business uh, as well. And not just uh, Charmin uh, toilet paper, but Charmin Essentials bathroom tissue as well. 
So once again, don't squeeze the Charmin. Do they still say that, Dominic? Don't squeeze the Charmin? I think they do. Sometimes I think when you're in a certain culture with a medicine man, you don't want to squeeze the shaman because he might cast a spell on you. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. 
That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, get in line. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Keith Maitland, and he's here to talk about his uh, new documentary, Dear Mr. Brody, and um, this is going to be playing on June 10th at the Roxy Theater, all part of uh, SF. Doc Fest. You can find out more at sfindie.com. Uh, Keith is all, also going to be receiving the uh, the Vanguard Award. Keith, welcome to the show. And, um, you know, being the military history nerd that I am, the Vanguard, or the French call it the Avant-Garde, this is the part of the military formation that is at the, the forefront. Uh, so you're, you're, you're attacking and leading from the front, are you, Keith? Well, I guess that's what they think. Um... I uh, I had to look it up myself, and I saw that same I saw that same definition. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just you know pleased and honored to be able to share the film that we made um, with audiences in San Francisco, and uh, and of course I'm humbled to be you know uh, awarded in this way. It's, it's it's very heartening. So on the way up uh, the streets of New York, how did you cut your teeth in the biz? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I kind of grew up with one foot in the Northeast and one foot in Texas. And so uh, I went to school at the University of Texas uh, here in Austin, where I live now. Um, and then right out of school, moved to New York City, um, where I dove into the film industry there. Um, worked the first, you know, almost 10 years of my career on the streets making, uh, you know, network television, you know, TV series like Law and & Order and feature films. And really learning, you know, the movie making business um, from the people doing it in the streets, and it was it was great. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned Law and Order, and when you're involved in such a successful show, no matter what you want to do, you'd be crazy to leave such a successful show. So on the one hand, it's kind of like golden handcuffs. It may not be exactly what you wanted to do, but it's too sweet to not do it, right? We, you know, you, that was a decision I was, I was, you know, kind of forced to make. Uh, but I was in my late 20s, and I had been working as an assistant director all through my 20s. And strangely, in the film business, assistant directing doesn't really lead to directing. It leads to producing. And, uh, and I'm definitely, a, you know, a creative director at heart. And so it was, it was finding the world of documentary that offered me, um, you know, another perspective and storytelling. And that's what I ultimately left you know, New York and left uh, that style of filmmaking to pursue documentary film. You did Tower, which was an animated school shooting doc, which on paper sounds like, ick, but it won so many awards. It's funny, when you pitched that to people, did they kind of have that same reaction? Yeah, a lot of people made that noise you just made. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's true. Like, look, the thing that's exciting to me about documentary is that we're trying to tackle many times, you know, difficult conversations and difficult subject matters. And I look at it almost as if, um, 
you know, that conversation that, that, that needs to be had, but isn't being had, you know, around the Thanksgiving table after dessert, you know, everyone's been very conscious to avoid politics, you know, to not step on anybody's toes. But, you know, you're also at a point where you're, you really come together in that moment. And it's a great time to have a, have a difficult conversation to look at things that require, you know, investment and thought. And so I kind of treat the documentary process uh, as an opportunity to do that. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to have these difficult conversations and, and elicit that eh, reaction once people start watching. If people agree to go down the, the path with us and watch our films, what I hope they'll see is, is an enlightening, you know, investigation of humanity, like is, is a way to kind of reframe their perspectives on these difficult subjects and see the, the humans at the center of it. Um, that's what we did with Tower, and, and that's what we hope to do with Dear Mr. Brody. Let's talk about, by the way, we're with Keith Maitland. Dear Mr. Brody, um, an interesting story that I didn't know about. This was a while back. It was a millionaire, kind of a hippie, Michael Brody, and he said, I'll give away $20 million uh, to the person who needs it the most, and then he basically was swarmed, right? Yeah, that's right. It was January of 1970. He was a 21-year-old hippie who just inherited $25 million um, from his grandfather, who's one of the early innovators of margarine. So it's big margarine money, very, you know, 20th century American family dynasty. And, uh, and this 21-year-old kid inherits all this money, but at the same time, he also meets Renee, his young 19-year-old bride. And the two of them get married three weeks after they meet. They're sitting on the beach in Jamaica on their honeymoon, taking acid and deciding, hey, we don't need $25 million. What we need is world peace. What we need is an end to poverty, a cure for cancer, an end to the war in Vietnam. And, uh, and that's what they set out to do. They said, if we give all this money away, not to one person, but to as many people as possible, maybe we could send out some good vibrations. Maybe we can inspire other millionaires to do the same thing. Maybe we can change the world. I think it's interesting, too, that if you put those uh, those young people with all those grandiose, I mean, it, it's such an innocence, it's such a purity. There's no way a 41-year-old is going to give away that money. <laughs> no. It's a different, you know, one, it's, it was also a different time. You know, this is, I look at Brody, uh, Michael, and Renee as really the first media celebrities of the 1970s. You know, the, their story starts on January 10th, 1970, coming off a very tumultuous decade full of, vibrant, young, colorful, um, enigmatic, you know, kids. Um, you know, the Brody's announcement is less than six months after Woodstock. It's, it's very much of that time. And, uh, and he was of that time. You know, yeah, I don't know that a 41-year-old has that same reaction. I don't know that a 21-year-old today has that same reaction. <laughs> probably, probably put it into Bitcoin at this point. Um, you, you think about, um, you know, back then is what we called snail mail back then it, it was just mail and you guys found, uh, a lot of letters that uh, weren't even opened yet. Right. Well, that's the birth of the story for us is, um, you know, my wife's college roommate, who is a filmmaker and a producer, uh, worked for a legendary Hollywood producer, Ed Pressman, who's made over 80 movies. Um, going back to The Crow and American Psycho and Das Boot and Badlands, just a legend. And in Ed's storage unit, our friend Melissa discovered 12 large boxes full of letters 
all the letters were addressed to this one man, Michael Brody, in January of 1970, and all of the letters were unopened. And, and that was the beginning of this mystery. For Melissa, it was, who is Michael Brody? And, and why does Ed have literally what seemed like hundreds of thousands of letters all addressed to him, all unopened? What were and some... As yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. I thought you were done. I was just going to say, what were maybe, because I'm sure some guy wrote, you know, hey, I need money for beer, and then there were some of the most heartfelt 10-page letters. What were some of them that really stuck with you? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, literally every imaginable request you can think of is in these letters, because Brody went on the Ed Sullivan show, he went on Walter Cronkite, he said, if you need money, just write me a letter and tell me what you'll do with it, and I'll send you some money. And so the, one of the first letters that really grabbed me was a, a five-year-old girl who wrote in to say um, she'd never had a winter coat. And if, if he would send her $5, she could buy a winter coat. Wow. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a mother who wrote in to say, my son is over in Vietnam. My husband and I work 70 hours a week just to make ends meet. Um, we've never taken a vacation. But if you send us $1,000 my husband and I will travel to Saigon so that we can visit our son at the war. Um, There was just people asking for help with, with medical debt, with education, starting new businesses, digging out from, from underneath, you know, layers and generations of poverty. Um, You know, we saw letters from people who lived in log cabins, people who lived in um, projects, people who lived in rural America, you know, and then there were letters from all over the world. Um, other countries, you know, the story got picked up and, and it really traveled. So we got, you know, letters from Spain and South America and Australia um, and China and India. And the thing that struck us, I think, was like with every letter, you saw just a different corner of the world, a different layer of, of need or desire. And some of the letters were critical. You know, some of the letters said, this is a terrible idea. You're going to run out of money before long, and you're going to leave a lot of people um, wanting more. Or, you're a fool. I would never do that with your money. Um, you're going to get old someday like me, and you're going to need it. Um, it, was, it was just a fascinating process, and we, we fell in love with the letter writers. Um, yeah, and you think about how heartbreaking it is, all the thought and hope and crossing the fingers on the letters were never read like letters to Santa. The movie is called Dear Mr. Brody, and it is uh, playing at SF DocFest, uh, sfindie.com, for more information for virtual uh, screenings. And, uh, of course, our guest, uh, Keith Maitland, is going to be winning the uh, Vanguard Award. And this is a uh, fascinating topic. Looking forward to uh, seeing it, Keith, and congratulations on the award, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on this morning, and I uh, hope you all check out the film. All right, good stuff. Once again, Dear Mr. Brody, you can check that out. All right, we will take a uh, quick uh, break, and when we come back, we'll have Leroy Butler with us and uh, the inventor of the Lambo Leap. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bound.
Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That's messed up, but thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's uh, great to be joined by one of the best DBs of his generation. It's Leroy Butler, and he's here to uh, talk about uh, National Cheese Day and uh, also National Dairy Month. First of all, Leroy, I always wonder, when you have a name like that and you go to France, like Loire, the the king, do they bow down? <laughs> they should, because if you look at Leroy, it means royalty, so it fits, it fits. <laughs> did, did you yeah, ever, I'm glad to be with you. Yeah, did you ever think as a Florida guy, born and raised, Seminole, that you would be so connected to Wisconsin in, in your life? Never. I, I, Rick, you, you bring up a great point. You know, I, my favorite team back then growing up was the Cowboys because they were on every channel. I mean, so I didn't know who was going to draft me. But when when I went to the Packers, I played for one team, and it really made me say, you know what, this is this is awesome because you get a chance to do new things, new partnerships like with Wisconsin Cheese. That's the kind of stuff that would be a great book and a great movie one day. No doubt. And I, speaking of Florida State, I remember hearing um, from William Floyd, who's a couple years younger than you there, that oh, yeah. Bobby Bowden, he said that guy was like my dad. I mean, what, what, did you have that type of relationship with Coach Bowden? Coach Bowden taught me how to wash clothes. I didn't know how to wash clothes. I'm 18, <laughs> 19 years old. I don't know nothing about that. My mom washed my clothes. He taught you how to grow up and be a man and be accountable. I mean, mm-hmm. to be a good leader, you once had to be a good follower. And I just remember going into a game like Clemson. He just said, listen, I'm going to give you guys all the tools you need to win. Just go out and play. Don't think. Just play. And I just uh, just appreciate the fact that that kind of great leadership from Coach Bobby Bowden. You know, it's interesting, too, as the – I remember when uh, Deion Sanders was drafted and he was so panicked that the Packers would pick him and they took Tony Mandridge. <laughs> And he said, if the Packers would have drafted me, I would have asked for so much money, they'd have to put me on layaway. So, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> when you, you know you're probably going to go in the first couple rounds. So when they picked you, did you think, oh, man, it's freezing up there? Or did you think, hey, man, I'm, all, I'm down for it? Well, it was no Internet. Rick, that was, you couldn't talk to Syria, Alexa, none of that, look at the weather. You just, I didn't know how cold it was going to be. I just know that my childhood dream was to play in the NFL. And when I got to God's country in Wisconsin, I just remember a guy gave me his coat because it was freezing. It was like May 2nd, like 17 degrees. I never knew this guy. He just gave me his jacket. I said, these fans are great. And then there's the connection with the fans since 1919 all the way to Packers. It's all intertwined together. So it's truly a hysterical place. That's why I was so amazed when I was able to work with a great partner like Wisconsin Cheese. Because that's what people do. It's like you talk about cheese all the time. And it's like, it's like we, I know it's National Cheese Day, but we talk about it all the time as far as dairy. And I found out 95% of the dairy farmers in the state of Wisconsin, Rick, are family-owned. I say, man, so Dion missed out. He missed out because he could be doing this with Wisconsin cheese. No, no, I'm the right guy. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all remember when um, the Minister of Defense, Reggie White, decided that he was going to go from the Eagles to the Packers, and we were like, why? And he said, God told me to go, and we're like, yeah. you, we're thinking you ain't going to win up there, but but you play with Reggie. I mean, he just changed that whole defense. When Reggie got there, it did change the culture. And I'm going to tell you a funny story. The first 
uh, his second year there, we would always get together for Thanksgiving. And he came over to me and said, Leroy, make me some of that mac and cheese you're talking about. I said, Reggie, I got you, my brother. I got you. So they were giving me directions to, like, Santana Dotson's house. And it was like, be quiet, be quiet. This is the guy with the mac and cheese. He's bringing it for Reggie. And it was like, wait a minute. We want some of this mac and cheese, too. So I've redeveloped it, Rick. Now I have Gouda, Kobe Jack, Monterey Jack, Swiss, and mild cheddar. It is amazing. I only use, of course, Wisconsin cheese could have great quality ingredients. But Reggie White was that kind of guy, though. Food brings you in, and everybody, you know, just so happy. So when he spoke, we listened. <laughs> no doubt. A couple <laughs> no more question. questions for uh, Leroy Butler, National Dairy Month and Cheese Day going on in Wisconsin. Now, obviously, the Lambeau Leap, so iconic um, mm-hmm. now, and um, it just was completely improvised, like you weren't planning it. It was all spontaneous, Rick. I'm dead serious. I mean, 17 below. I mean, the field was frozen. Nobody's going home, by the way. You got people in there with their shirts off. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and I get this lateral from Reggie, and I'm running down the sideline. I see this guy. He has a frozen beer in his hand. I jumped up there, and I just I, it was all spontaneous. And then Robert Brooks made a song about it, and then it just blew up. <laughs> and that brings me to one of my other things. I really Because you were somebody that was a sweet play. What's sweet is my mixed berry shortcake trifle, okay? Rick, when you think about tangy aged cheddar, sweet fresh berries, and real dairy whipped cream, that is what it's all about. And then you can imagine that guy with that beer, Rick, they don't just throw beers away in Lambo, okay? So it kind of surprised them. They didn't know what I was going to do. I just kind of spontaneously jumped up there. And last year we were all heartbroken because we didn't have fans and they weren't able to do the leap. So this year... The Green Bay Packers hopefully win the Super Bowl, and two guys will do the leap instead of one to make up for last year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you said, it's uh, National Cheese Day for the rest of us, but, I mean, every day is Cheese Day in Wisconsin. It really and, is. and a few years ago I had an affiliate in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, and, and the guy called me up oh, talking yeah. about cheese. And, and he talked about, you know, what do you got out there in California? I go, well, we got the Monterey Jack. And he said, well, we, we, we got Colby up here. It's better. I mean, he, he got mad. So the Monterey, the the, the, the Monterey Jack and the Kobe Jack people fighting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So See, uh, both of those are in my mac and cheese, so y'all can get along there now. <laughs> the uh, the other thing is too is that I know a lot of people are like they go vegan or non dairy, but but for me the benefits of the calcium and the milk, and I think sometimes that gets pushed to the side and it gets a bad name when it shouldn't. I'm glad you brought that up, Rick. One of the things I drank on the sideline was chocolate milk. And I would drink milk because I can get it down faster, and it would recover I recover a lot quicker than drinking a lot of water and a lot of sugary drinks. But milk really helped me out. And if you look at most athletes, if you see them, and it's, you see them in like a container, but he sees nothing on it, that's chocolate milk. Oh, man, I know. I, I remember Clay Thompson yeah. of the Warriors was on the show talking about how chocolate milk was his deal. Yes, absolutely. Milk is amazing, especially when I spend time on two farms to see how they make it, see how they put it together. You know, two families took me in for like a couple of days. It was fun. And WisconsinCheese.com, you can see some of the pictures up there when I went on these farms. And I was just so happy because I was in an element that was different. Because I'm Rick, listen, 
I'm a city slicker, okay? <laughs> I'm from the city, so going to a farm, I was excited because there was a lot of misinformation out there about farmers, so I wanted to educate people on it. And that's why, you know, that master cheesemaker thing is a big deal. And then 95% of the families from the dairy farmers are family-owned. I want to ask you this, too. I hope you don't mind me bringing it up. But, huh? you know, you went to a high school that's almost 100 years old, Robert E. Lee yes. Generals. Yes. And in today's yes. world, you know, statues getting pulled down, names getting changed. Yep. What do you think about your, your high school's name? Are you cool with it, the tradition, or should it go, or did, are you kind of indifferent on it? Well, I think for the most thing, I'm a voting person. I, my mom taught me that. Anything you want to change, vote on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first day going, I really didn't know the history behind it, but she told me about Robert E. Lee and the Confederates, and they, these guys are fighting to keep slavery and all that. But she said, you go in there to get education, and your teachers are amazing. They don't pay them enough to go through this. So I just went there to learn. I went there to learn, but the stuff that Bubba Watson had to go through, I went through that every day. But I never let that stop me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just keep going. You know, again, you want anything changed, just vote on it. If you vote, majority rules. All right. I love that sentiment. We've been speaking with Leroy Butler. Make sure to check out, as I said, National Dairy Month and uh, Cheese Day. And uh, use that Wisconsin cheese, everybody. Leroy, thanks for coming on, man. I had a good time. Thanks so much, Rick. I really appreciate it, my brother. All right. That's uh, Leroy Butler, everybody. And, um, you know, I, it's funny. We just, in the previous segment, were speaking with uh, Keith Maitland, and uh, he talked about uh, this guy, uh, uh, Brody, who was the uh, the heir to the margarine <laughs> kingdom, or as I call it, Big Marja. And... If you don't remember, if you're not old enough, we went through a time where everyone was like, butter is bad for you, it's bad for you, what can we do, what can we do? And so they invented this thing called margarine. It like it looks like butter, it tastes like butter. In fact, it's better than butter because it's spreadable and butter's always too hard. And then what happens? Well, what happens is then they say, actually, margarine is worse for you than butter. Ah, it's kind of like diet soda. <laughs> because that's what I, when I worked in TV, I would drink like three or four Cokes every shift because I had a 10 hour shift and I was sat there in front of all these television monitors doing, I don't know why I got English, but A's, Giants, uh, Sharks, and then a Warriors, Cal Stanford, whatever it was, San Jose State. And I would just drink these Cokes and I was thinking, man, that's like a thousand calories a day in Cokes. What if I just start drinking diet? And I was, oh, it's just so disgusting tasting. Now I'm used to diet, and now when I drink a regular Coke, it tastes like a sugar cube to me. But then everyone's like, oh, my gosh, diet soda can strip the paint off an aircraft carrier. It's the worst thing that you can ever have for yourself. Drink the sugary stuff. That's what's good for you. (laughs) So for everybody out there who's like, uh, you know, anti-dairy and all that, uh, there, there are some beneficial things. I mentioned calcium, you know, I'm just saying, and plus you miss out on cheese. Do you really want to miss out on cheese? I remember one year for Lent, my brother gave up cheese and I go, why are you trying to go non-dairy or you trying not to be fat? He goes, I just picked it. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. And then he suffered. He suffered. Now you don't want to eat cheese every single day. Or you're going to be a balloon like, you know, but still, uh, I guess what I'm saying is you should eat cheese. I'm a mouse. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You 
must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. You know, it's funny. I was mentioning Robert E. Lee uh, High School, which is still in Jacksonville, uh, Florida, the Generals. Um, the team that Leroy Butler was on, he's just a couple years younger than me. Um, he was playing defense, and the tailback was Edgar Bennett, who, I mean, can you imagine? I'm telling you, Florida, they always say there's five states where the high school football players come from. There's the big three. There's California, Texas, and Florida. Those are the big three. And then I always throw in Pennsylvania and Ohio, just those steel town mill type of places as well. You can get a player from somewhere else, but those are like the, the big five. Um, also, I would like to mention the quicker picker upper. Yeah, that's right. Bounty. We already knew that. It's iconic. It's the quicker picker upper. How fast can you say quicker picker upper? Maybe it's dangerous to say it real fast. But the quicker picker upper. Bounty. Bounty paper products deliver value with a unique combination of softness, strength, and absorbency. For over 181 years, Procter & Gamble uh, has had your safety and the safety of your world at the heart of what they do. That's why P&G, their pledge, they have a team of more than 500 scientists and professionals and a rigorous safety process to analyze everything they put into any of their products. So you're not going to get any type of uh, meat byproducts, steroids, or radiation when you pick up a roll of Bounty. So once again, the quicker picker-upper Bounty, as recommended by Rick Tittle. Who's that? That would be me. Uh, That was a big first hour. It's only going to get busier. We got comedian Tony Roberts coming in. We have Nicole Lynn who runs everything at Clutch Sports. She's a big shot. She's got a new book. Brandon Steiner, Dick Girardi, and Jeff Doucette. They're going to drop by in the third hour as well. So we'll take a quick break. We'll listen to some crazy news, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. An appeals court has ruled that the Biden administration can't use race and sex as factors when distributing coronavirus relief funds. In a two-to-one ruling, the three-judge panel of the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said that the Small Business Administration was violating the Constitution's Equal Protection Clause by giving priority to minority and female-owned restaurants seeking coronavirus relief funds. The Justice Department declining to comment on the ruling or whether it would appeal to the Supreme Court. Businesses across the country rehiring as the nation reopens from a year-long pandemic. 
Payroll processor ADP reporting 978,000 jobs were added in May. That blows away Wall Street expectations of 680,000 and is the largest increase since June of last year. You're listening to USA Radio News. Recently, Facebook announced its ban on former President Trump, but promised to review the ban in six months. Now, Newsmax wants to know if you think Trump should be back on Facebook. Vote in Newsmax's national poll and let us know your opinion. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just seconds. Make your voice heard. We'll share poll results with the 30 million people who watch Newsmax TV. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. It's already the fourth largest cable news channel in America, with great recent guests like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Franklin Graham, John Voigt, Alan Dershowitz, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and so many more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. So vote now in the Newsmax poll on Facebook's Trump ban. Just text NORTH to 39747. Let Newsmax and America know your opinion. Israel's longest-serving prime minister may soon be replaced. Opposition parties in Israel announcing they've reached a deal to form a new government, which will sideline Benjamin Netanyahu after 12 years in power. He's expected, he's expected to be replaced by the more conservative former defense minister, Naftali Bennett. Tennis Finam, Naomi Osaka's decision to withdraw from the French Open over mental health concerns has some of the biggest names in sports weighing in. Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps, himself no stranger to mental health struggles, tells CNN he's proud of Osaka. I was ecstatic to see how everything came across, but I was also very saddened to see how much backlash there was. You know, this is a human being that's that's sharing her feelings and emotions, and and um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it was challenging for her to do. In announcing her decision this week, the 23-year-old Osaka revealed she's been battling depression since 2018. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. A trove of 2020 emails from top epidemiologist Anthony Fauci have been released to the public. The emails detail Fauci's skepticism about masks protecting healthy people from COVID-19 and how he discounted the notion that the coronavirus escaped from a lab in China. President Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, tells Fox News the House and Senate need to act regarding these emails that were released. Well, I can tell you that what needs to happen is uh, Ranking Member Jordan and his Senate counterparts need to have another hearing where they actually bring back in Dr. Fauci to look at some of these key questions. Part of the troubling thing that we're seeing with these emails that are coming out is not only do they seem to correspond with what President Trump said and what Secretary Pompeo uh, said in terms of the origins of the virus, but it indicates that Dr. Fauci had knowledge or at least the suspicion of things not uh, happening in an evolutionary manner very early on. And he didn't share that with the task force. 
Despite a sharp increase in the price of gasoline, the Biden administration announced that they've suspended all oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Alaska's Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy denouncing the administration's action by saying each action they take demonstrates a failure to comprehend the worldwide demand for oil and gas. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you and welcome back. What is going on? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call to be a part of the show. Although we are kind of booked. I'm sorry, we're all booked up. You really don't have a table at all? No, I'm sorry. Did you call ahead? When should I have called? Two months ago. Really? Yeah. Excuse me, there's someone rich. Here's your table, sir. Did he have reservations? No. So, um... I'll tell you what, though. I'll open up a slot for everyone at 1140 Pacific. Then you can come in and have your say. Until then, we do have some guests booked. Not just booked, but booked. Tony Roberts is going to join us right after the break. He's at uh, Helium in uh, St. Louis. Uh, Detroit, born and bred. And uh, now, though, actually, um, lives up here in Northern California. Uh, Nicole Lynn, who was the uh, first African-American woman uh, agent, and uh, she is a, uh, a real star, and she's written a book called Agent You. We'll talk to her. Brandon Steiner, Brandon Steiner, I'll tell you what, Rick. Derek Jeter and I got together and decided to get Eli Manning's helmet. This guy is connected with the Yankees and the Giants and everything. He is the man when it comes to collectibles and everything that he's done. With Steiner Collectibles, Collectible Exchange, and we'll talk to him. Dick Girardi, who, uh, from Philly, one of the most famous uh, horse racing prognosticators, he came on before the Kentucky Derby, also the Preakness. He'll give us a Belmont Stakes preview. And actor Jeff Doucette, uh, many 80s movies. He's in an ABC show tonight called Rebel. So we'll talk to uh, Jeff, and then we'll go to your calls. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number. 
Uh, also, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and CRN Digital Plus 2. That's the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider, 35 million homes, homes, American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets, 177 countries. Ships at sea, carriers, hangar deck, flight deck. Flight deck probably can't hear me, though. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now time for your small business report presented by dell small business when you begin a new business venture it's easy to get excited and want to tap into different markets but spreading yourself too thin can result in missed opportunities to capture an engaged audience instead stay focused on your niche and constantly optimize your products and services create organic seo growth because it drives trust and be sure to reinvest in your digital marketing And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. 
Check me out, yo, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Rick Tittle with you. And uh, you know I love the comedians. When they come into San Francisco, we throw them in the studio. And also some of the great clubs around the country really love the uh, helium chain. And uh, in uh, Buffalo, starting uh, tomorrow night and going through the weekend, uh, Helium Buffalo, they'll have uh, D.C. himself, Don Curry, who uh, joins us on the phone right now. And uh, when, when you so, Don, when you tell people you're D.C., do they just kind of think you're from Washington, D.C.? They do, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Chicago. I live in Georgia now. You know, I'm a farmer. But, uh, yeah, they assume. But those, those are my initials, Don Curry. And, uh, you know, I played a little baseball back in the day, and, and that was what they called me. And uh, the, the nickname D.C. just hung around. But that's for Don Curry. <laughs> How much uh, have you ever uh, had people say, like, are you related to Steph Curry? Do you say, oh, hell yeah. No, I, I, I offer that before they say it. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'd say, like, you know I'm Steph Curry's brother. they say, get, get in line, man. I'd be like, but you know I'm Steph Curry's brother, right? <laughs> well, we all remember you as uh, as Uncle Elroy. And um, it, 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 I think sometimes it's hard when you're kind of, like, intimidating and big to have that uh, that soft touch as well and, and inside to kind of be like a teddy bear but what's that like when you when you disarm people? Like you know, look, I I know I might look big and strong, but I'm, I'm I ain't gonna hurt you. That's funny you would say that, man. This is a true story, man. You know, one time I was a pretty big guy. You know, I've lost weight now, but when I first got out of football, I was two two hundred and forty five pounds, man. And uh, I had a law case, and the lawyers asked me to shave. I had a what they call a Fu Manchu long hanging mustache. <laughs> And they say, look, man, you're too imposing. I'm like, me? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they had me shave, you know, so that I wouldn't look so uh, so imposing. But uh, usually if I keep my mouth shut, you know, I can be intimidating. But, you know, I'm smiling and laughing all the time, which basically gives it away. I'm a pushover, man. Well, the thing is, too, is that being a stand-up comedian is, is hard enough, but being a good actor, that that's like speaking two different languages. How did you, did you go to acting school? I did, but are you being sarcastic about me being a good actor? Yeah, well, I, you wouldn't, you, I can see you getting one, mo- <laughs> I can see you getting one show, but after one show, they would find out if you couldn't act, you keep getting stuff, so you got to be good. I got a few, and then when uh, Brett Butler put me on with her, I was on Grace Under Fire with Tom Warner and Marcy, Marcy Carsey, and I was on that show every day for a year, and uh, the coaching that, you know, they they provided. They provided me with an acting coach, and uh, that was a big help. That was a big help, too, but, uh, you know, I'm under no delusion that I'm some uh, outstanding actor, but, it, you know, if I get a part that's not too far removed from who I really am, I, I can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people, too, especially maybe some of the younger kids, in the 90s, Grace Under Fire, I mean, that was must-see TV. Everybody watched that. Yeah, it was it was, it was running strong for a while, man. I, I, uh, I turned down a Roseanne deal to do that. Damn. Well, it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like it was a failure. You know, it's funny. I, I, I Jake Johansson, who uh, is also from our generation, you know, who I love, he apparently was offered the part of, of George 
on uh, Seinfeld. And uh, but at that time, Castle Rock said, "Well, we're going to give you your own sitcom," and it, it didn't make it. But you can't look back, man. At least yours was a hit. Yeah, man. You know, and and I've enjoyed myself along the way. You know, because I've done some that uh, that you don't know about that were not hits. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all in the game, man, you know? Right. <laughs> you got to go to the minors to get to the majors, man. So uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed the journey, man. But, you know, a lot of comics are comics to become something. It's, it's a uh, it's a vehicle for them. But I'm a stand-up at heart, you know? I'm, uh, mm. I've done 11,000 shows in, in 35 years, and uh, wow. it's all I know, really. What about uh, the Uncle Ruckus character, man? Because that's just too funny. And, uh, I mean, it, when you get a character like that on, on Boondocks, is that the kind of thing? It's just it's just kind of mouth-watering the way you can go with that, right? Well, that kind of happened because uh, John Witherspoon, who passed away, mm-hmm. was my best friend, man. Mm. And uh, so it was, it was funny that we'd be uh, together on the Boondocks. Uh, I enjoyed it. Personally, I thought the show was outrageous. And uh, and uh, <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. I had a ball uh, working with he and Charlie, who was a friend of mine, Charlie Murphy. And uh, I had a ball. Uh, talk about the irony of Hollywood, and uh, you know, if you don't laugh, you go crazy. It was funny to hear some of the coaches telling me how to pronounce the N word. You know. <laughs> That reminds me of, you know, I had uh, uh, Robert Townsend on the show, and Hollywood Shuffle was one of my favorite movies. And yeah. speaking of Spoon, as Letterman called, remember Witherspoon, when he got married again, Dave Letterman was his best man because they go back to the comedy store days, and and, yeah. and they were they were real tight. But yeah, what, what, when, when you saw, like, Hollywood Shuffle and they had, like, the, the white guys trying to teach jive talk and all that, I mean, I, I think that movie <laughs> should get more recognition. I thought it was hilarious, man, you know. I thought it was hilarious. And that's kind of what I talk about, you know. I, I talk about, you know, the social ridiculousness, you know, of some of the things that we seem to care about, man. Mm-hmm. It, it is, uh, it's ridiculous to me. And uh, generally on stage, uh, that's where I go, man, social satire. So now, when you were growing up, your your dad, the man of the cloth, right? So did uh, yeah. Did... After he played, he played uh, professional baseball for seventeen years. And then he became a preacher, and I'm like, hey man, uh, you know, I don't know about this, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this, this seems like a bad career choice. What <laughs> what was uh, what was your sport? Did you have one growing up? I played baseball, and later on, I went to the minors with uh, Detroit Detroit Titans. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. And, yeah, but uh, I played hockey also. I, I, I played hockey. Uh, I played organized hockey for, for years in, uh, in uh, grade school and high school. I grew up in Chicago, actually, south yeah. of Chicago. So, and, dur- uh, yeah, I, was, I can imagine you were probably a blue liner, and enforcer. <laughs> You're exactly right, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I did pretty good until I had to skate backwards, and then, you know, uh, you know the, real, the comedian would come out, you know. <laughs> You get the Gordie Howe hat trick, a goal assist, and a fight. <laughs> I did my share of fighting, but you know, in in uh, in in minor in small hockey minor league. I'm not saying minor league as in baseball, but I'm just saying in the non-professional leagues of hockey. You know, 
<laughs> you don't fight like they do in the pros, man. <laughs> you can't afford the dental work, man. <laughs> no doubt. And apparently some of them can't afford it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about, uh, before we let you go, you got shows up there. Uh, it's really cool that Buffalo's got a helium uh, club now, and after the whole pandemic, back, uh, back in the clubs must feel pretty good. Yeah, man. Uh it, it it really does, man. And you know, you start when when something's taken away from you, you really start counting your blessings. So I'm glad to be. Some of them are limited capacity now, but uh, uh, you know, for a year we had it relatively rough, man. Yeah, no doubt about relatively it. Relatively rough. No doubt about it. Well, it's great to have you on. If you're ever in San Francisco, we'd love to have you in studio, man. Uh, we've been speaking with Don Curry, D.C. Curry himself. Go to heliumcomedy.com to uh, get the tickets. If you're up there in Ontario, just cross over the Rainbow Bridge down there into uh, Buffalo. Don, thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Go, I- go <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759 1759 1759 1759 1759 1759 1759 1759 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our great pleasure to welcome to the show Nicole Lynn, who is a, an attorney and also a, uh, an agent. She does a lot. And now you can call her an author because she has her debut book entitled Agent You Show Up, Do the Work, and Succeed on Your Own Terms. Nicole, welcome to the show. And, um, you know, obviously, anytime someone is a success in your field, you, you beat the odds and you, um, you really rose to the surface. Add into the fact that you're a female, uh, African-American, and uh, it's, it's really uh, uh, amazing the, the strides that you had made. And is that what this book is all about? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, the book, it, it definitely tells my story and my rise to become agent, but it's not a memoir. It's more of a self-help book. How can you do something similar? How can you chase your dream and get that dream job? How can you get a seat at the table? How to advocate for yourself? I mean, the question I get asked the most is, how did you do it? And so I put it in a book. At first, though, you wanted to do Wall Street and finances, and you kind of did that. So what was the transition into the sporting genre? Yeah, so I, I got a degree in finance, went to work on Wall Street, originally thought I wanted to be a financial advisor for athletes, and I had just, I interviewed a bunch of financial advisors that worked with athletes and kind of learned pretty quickly that the agent is more of that day-to-day person with the athlete. The agent's the one that made the impact. And so the minute I determined I was kind of in the wrong field, I applied to law school and never looked back. And now with Clutch, and uh, congratulations on president of, uh, of football ops. Uh, what does that entail? Do you ever have time to breathe? Do you have, like, five different cell phones ringing? <laughs> yeah, 
it's actually, it's not too bad. I mean, I'm still an agent, so I represent players, and then I help run kind of the operations of our football division. And so we rep around 49, 50 guys, which has been great. Um, yeah, it's a busy job. You're kind of always on, but when you love what you do, what do they say? You never work a day in your life. I don't know if that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always working. But. Right. Well, you know, it's funny when you look at the Hollywood thing with Ari Gold or Arliss and, you know, the Jerry Maguire stuff. Uh, how much of that is true? How much of that is fantasy? I mean, Jerry Maguire is not, I mean, it's it, that whole kind of running out. And I mean, that's, that, that happens. That does happen. And you have to see if your clients will come with you. I mean, that's, that's real life. But I think the the part that is not as true, you know, it's not always Hollywood for us agents. A lot of our work is the dirty work whether it's just ordering flowers for a girlfriend or, you know, showing up at 2 a.m. for an emergency. It's not all glitz and glam. And I was thinking, too, that when you're trying to court an athlete and you can say, you know, I'm sure your uncle wants to be your agent, but you need proper representation, there's always the choice between the boutique, the boutique agency where it says, listen, we only have a handful of guys and we're going to give your undivided attention. But then if you go to a big firm, uh, you have the might of that firm and all the best attorneys and all the best of everything, but then they think, oh, I might be forgotten if they have too many clients. So how do you sort of yeah. pitch that? Well, for us at Clutch, you know, we do have the big resources, whether it's, you know, in the marketing or legal, et cetera, but we keep our numbers low. So as an agent, I only rep around 15 to 17 guys. You know, when you go to the bigger companies, you're going to see agents with 40 and 50 guys each. And so we still keep our numbers low, but then have the big resources. So we kind of, we're one of those kind of mid-sized firms is the way I like to look at it. Is it also weird that, I mean, you started doing this in your mid-20s, that you might feel like a, a grizzled vet and you, you do know the biz, <laughs> but, but when you look around, you're, you're younger than everybody else. Is it, uh, what's that like when it kind of dawns on you that you've already kind of hit the big time and you're, you're still super young? Yeah, I mean, it is. It, sometimes I have to remind myself, typically I am one of the youngest agents in the room, um, but I did start out really early. I'm just grateful. You know, I'm just grateful to be in the position that I am and this fast. I hope to be able to just kind of remain steady and keep keep climbing. And this is no silver spoon story. You were not a trust fund kid, were you? <laughs> I wish. I really wish. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to work two jobs for the last six years. So I, I was a full-time agent and full-time attorney for the last six years, and I finally just left the law job to go full-time sports. But, you know, I didn't come from any kind of money, and so I had to kind of, with what my athletes say, get it out the mud on my own. And the sports business is very expensive. I think that's something that most people on the outside don't know. You know, it costs anywhere from 25000 to to $100,000 to train a player, and when you're at certain agencies or on your own, they don't pay for that. That's got to come out of your own pocket. And so it's extremely expensive. And from someone that, you know, grew up below the poverty line, I had a lot of hurdles to jump to really make it in. A couple more questions for Nicole Lynn, her new book, Agent You. Um, obviously, in today's world, we have the term wellness, which is a word that I don't think we had 10 years ago. But you think about all the things that you do and the two jobs you have, people will say, are you having any self-care? What about you? Do you have time to relax and decompress? So what, what about when it comes to that? Yeah, and that's such a great question. I actually talk about that a lot in the book because that's probably what I am the worst at. You know, working two full-time jobs. At a, as a lawyer, I was at a big international law firm working 70, 80 hours a week and still repping, you know, high-profile athletes. 
my personal life was always on the back burner. Self-care was never even a conversation. But, you know, as you have seen in the media and we're, we're finally more comfortable with talking about mental health, you know, I was on the brink of a breakdown and I realized I couldn't do it much longer. And so I had to make some serious decisions and I walk everyone through that in my book. Like what was my breaking point and how do I try to balance today? So I'm still not great at it, but it's definitely something that I try to get better at. And is that something that you kind of try to recognize in your clients too? I mean, we just saw um, Naomi Osaka, who of course withdrew from the French Open. She uh, said she just had waves of anxiety when it was just a press conference. And for most people, you'd say, it's just a press conference. Who cares? But everybody's different. So how do you sort of weigh that? Yeah, I mean, I just, I commend her for being able to even speak out about it. I mean, I've represented players before that have had mental health issues. And, you know, I think the first hurdle is getting anyone to admit it or even to be built, to be willing to talk about it. And publicly is a whole nother, a whole nother situation. And so, you know, it's, it's tough. I think that mental health, again, we're just now getting comfortable with talking about it. And in sports, it's still very hush-hush. And so I encourage my guys, if they need therapy or counseling or whatever that may be, to let's do it. Let's, let's make sure that their mental health is just as good as their physical health. And from what I understand, 50 Cent is behind a TV show about you that's going to be on Stars. Is this right? Yeah, we're in the developmental stages of a female sports agent scripted show that's inspired by my life. So I'm an executive producer. Um, I'm not in the movie or in the show, but yeah, it should be good. So we're still in the developmental stages of Stars and Lionsgate. But I think it'd be great to have finally another Jerry Maguire on TV that looks a little bit different. Well, I mean, and who's going to play you better than you? I mean, you got to play yourself, right? <laughs> If only I had time, right? <laughs> we'll have to hire somebody to do that. Uh, so the the, uh, the question is now, uh, who said, uh, hey, you should write a book? Because usually, you know, you, you get to the end of your career and be like, all right, it's time to write this all down. And But <laughs> what, when did you think, i got to get this out now? So, you know, again, it's not a memoir, so it's not my whole life story. It's, mm-hmm. it's more of a self-help book. And I just, I get so many questions on social media or when I speak on panels from young people that, they want to know how to, to find their life's purpose and how to walk in that purpose. And it just became a passion for me. And I just felt like I can't wait another minute without giving the recipe for success, right? I don't want to hold it in. And I, I post on social media and try to give as many tips as I can. But I started writing the book several years ago, and I had no book deal at the time. I was just writing. I was like, someday I'm going to give this blueprint so that other people can get to where I am. You also, you know, it's funny, like Clive Davis with music or just you have to have that je ne sais quoi to find the talent. And so a guy like Corey Nelson of the Broncos said, no one believed in me, but you did. How is it that you have that fine eye for talent? A lot of practice, a lot of practice. So my husband's actually a college football coach. And Mm. so we actually watch film together. He's a former player and, you know, we've been together over a decade. And so I've been watching film for way too long and know the game more than I want to. Um, and so it's more about not following the hype of the media and really looking at the player on the field. And just, you know, when you see somebody and you believe in them, going all in. There she is, Nicole Lynn, Director of Football Ops for Clutch. That's with a K. The new book, Agent You, Show Up, Do the Work, and Succeed on Your Own Terms. It's available from Harper Horizon Publications. Nicole, congratulations on the book, and uh, let's catch up down the road. 
That sounds great. Thank you. All right. Uh, very well. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny when you see these go-getters. <laughs> She's uh, an agent, a lawyer, uh, writing a book. But, uh, you know, you only live once. And you put things off and say, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Um, Nicole Lynn is not doing it later. She's She's doing it all right now. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with Brandon Steiner on the other side. is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I need tech that can make me as productive in my home office as I am at my office office. It's possible with Staples Connect. How about tech that lets me work hands-free and wireless? Also possible. Staples Connect has the innovative tech you need to work and learn from home. And now, Apple AirPods are just $129, and AirPods Pro are only $199. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or at staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N65, limit two, in-store only. 
You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, over the years, uh, our friend Brandon Steiner has been on many times to talk about all the great memorabilia he uh, has uh, to uh, offer, and now we're talking about his own personal collection that is on the Collectible Exchange, and that's collectibleexchange.com. And uh, through June 6th, Brandon, welcome back to the uh, the show. I know it's always hard to dip into your own uh, supply, but uh, w- what was the genesis behind this auction? Well, it's, a, it's my wife's celebration of get this stuff out of the house <laughs> and you have too much. It's part of that. It's obviously there wasn't, you know, obviously I've got a lot of issues when it comes to collecting, you know, having done it for 30 years and doing all kinds of projects. But, you know, that was the number one thing. It was just like, wow, got so much stuff. And I think, you know, people that have been fans of Steiner in the past, now my new company, Collectible Exchange, I think, you know, they'll enjoy the stuff more. And there's some really cool stuff on there. By the way, you can go to bidcx.com. It's an easy thing to remember. So Collectible Exchange, you know, I've always had problems spelling it. But bidcx.com, and, you know, I just have so many cool things. And I was sitting in my living room one day, and I was just like, well, it's a huge sports room. I was like, you know, I really love this stuff, but for the amount of people that see it every day, maybe I'm better off taking the money, doing some stuff with charity, and doing some different things, and let my, you know, let the people that have been collecting me forever in a day have some of these initial pieces and kind of proprietary stuff and cool stuff. So I'm really blessed to have it, and I'm blessed to share it. Um, my wife is extremely happy because... You can imagine uh, it was control, but it was definitely getting out of control. I think uh, as I'm getting older, like everyone else, I'm kind of downsizing a little bit, picking out what's important. And uh, like that, it's tough for me to put that shag glove on Mariano. So he used for a few years out there in center field, shagging, and he used to give me kind of the games at the balls at the end of the game after he'd win a World Series or a playoff game. He'd give me that ball. I put those up. Those are cool. There's some really cool, uh, really good cards on there that I collected by mistake. Uh, there's, you know, some LeBron, the Brady's, really high grades. If you're a card collector out there, there's some steals, some signed Jeter cards. You know, having those relationships with those players have been amazing. And to be able to have those cards, I, I just be with them and I ask them to sign them. And it's kind of cool. Are you surprised at the card market? Um, I mean, even today we're getting like it seems like every day there's a new rookie card going for three yeah. mil. I mean, are you surprised at that? Yes, I'm not surprised. I'm just I'm just guarded towards it because you know what bothers me about it is you know listen. I think everybody's in town to win at some point a lottery ticket, but I think it's a little bit false. I think people should be more careful. I think there's some cards that are worth a lot of money and kind of fun to have, but. There's not as many of them out there as people think, and it's really difficult to not only find that car, but to get it graded enough that it's worth something. And I think that people are a little misguided 
thing that all they got to do is find the card, but they're very far few between, and then it's really hard to get a grade if high enough to warrant the money. And I tell people to really do that cautiously. Do that more for fun. When I see investment money, kids bar missile money going into the till here, that doesn't make me feel good. You know, the collecting is a little bit of a business. There's no question. Uh, I've always looked at it like a uh, fun hobby, but it can be a little bit of a business too. And, and there is some stuff that you can trade. And I like to see the kids buying cards and learning how to trade them and learning more about the athletes. But the grading system is very screwed up right now and, and they triple their prices. So you get a card and it's a lot of money to grade it. And it's very questionable about the grading system, which I hopefully they're going to fix. So I'd say, you know, move cautiously with the trading cards. Unless it's something you really, really want. And I'd be careful about buying a trading card just completely on the hype. You know, I see kids buying just outright rookies. Like a J.A. Morant, I love them. But is it worth a couple thousand dollars for a rookie card when probably not? I mean, as good a player as he is, you know, it's going to be very hard for him to catch up to those kind of prices. And only a few players do. So I'd be careful on that. And. I don't know. The last time there was a card boom in the early 90s, there's a lot of people sitting with a lot of cases of crap, you know, from that boom that are worthless. So, you know, go in there a little more cautiously. Um, I think the same thing with collectibles and NFTs. There's some really cool stuff. And buy what you like. Buy what you're having fun with. Buy your favorite players. You'll see my collection is just a lot of my favorite players. It's not like things that are tens of thousands of dollars. It's just fun, unusual stuff. That, that's kind of cool. So that's how, I, that's how I look at collecting. And uh, when you start doing it based on money and then all you want to do is buy something to make money, then I can think of a lot of other businesses that have a lot better supply chain and, and a lot more accountability than the collectible business. A couple more questions for Brandon Steiner from the Collectible Exchange. You mentioned NFTs, the non-fungible, and whether it's a, a highlight or renting out your arm for a tattoo. How has that affected your, your business, and is this a fad, or is this the new thing? Well, that's a $60 million question. I think it's here. I think it's real. I don't think it's ready yet. I think there's a tremendous amount of knowledge that people understand what an NFT is and what a digital experience and how the blockchain actually works. We're launching our blockchain in a couple of weeks, our NFTs. I don't think it's going to be like what you're reading about, where you're going to you're buying these NFTs for millions of dollars. I do think it's going to be you buy something for twenty dollars and there's ten thousand of them, because as, you know younger people love the digital and want to show off it in a digital way, where older people still want something physical. So I see this NFT probably go doing both. You buy an NFT. You have a digital, very cool experience that's now documented and it's on a chain. So you at least have a great authentication, which is a real bonus. And then on top of it, you may get a physical part. You may get something physical, something signed, something autographed, or meet and greet with a player or a celebrity or a photographer. I think, that, I think there's room for this thing. I think it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen the way we're looking at it now. But listen, as my son always says, you know, that, that's a lot of hype. But I like it. And it is a lot of hype. And I do think it's here to stay, but the educational part of all this probably could take 12, 18, 24 months. Got it. Now, I've interviewed people in the past who've put stuff up for auction, and there's just a few things that, no matter what price they're going to be, that's just too much sentimental value. What What are maybe one or two things that you're like, I can't part with this, i got to keep it? 
Oh, boy. I mean, I, I, I really got over that. I mean, I'm, I am sitting with my World Series ring from 2009 uh, that the Yankees gave me. Wow. There's in there, and I'm, I'm still debating. I don't know if people have picked up on it, but there's my first autograph ever, which is a Thurman Munson autograph on a scorecard from 1975 that he gave me. Wow. I'm really wavering over that. And then there's definitely some, you know, there's definitely some contracts and some notes in there from some different players. I'm kind of wavering over that. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of feel lighter now. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel like pushing that stuff on, I feel a little better. As weird as it is, it was very emotional putting it all together and getting it up on this auction. But knowing how good that a lot of fans and a lot of collectors have been to me, to put it back out to them, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I'm over it. Um, I got the stuff that's really important in my head and the few things that my kids wanted and highlight few, which is really depressing. Like my kids like that. We don't want any of this, which is kind of a mantra of a lot of kids that parents think that they're saving all this stuff for their kids, but it's delusional. And in my case, it was no different. It's like that. We don't want any of this. You sure? Like, nope. And don't leave all this mess for me because this is going to be really hard to unravel. So I feel good if anything should ever happen to me. I know it sounds kind of morbid, but, you know, I hate to put that on them, the responsibility of what was important to me and what wasn't important. Mm-hmm. I kept, the, you know, a bunch of loose leaves with a lot of the letters that the players had written me, you know, some pretty important people that had communicated with me in writing. I kept those letters. Those are great. And I kept the thank you letters, which are really, really, really vintage for me. You know, customers that really like what I had done for them or what we had did. I kept those. I'm not selling those. Those are, those are really important. The communication, I think relationships, and then gratitude, you know, just people that appreciated the type of things that, you know, I'm creating and things that I've done uh, to affect them. It, that, that's what's been important to me. The other stuff is just stuff. And but yet, obviously, I'm creating a lot of stuff now, and I've created a lot of stuff, over 30 million autographs in my career. So I'm happy to share this stuff and uh, the memories of how I created all that stuff, which is now mounted into a pretty good industry. I know you're not asking me, but I would keep Munson's okay. autograph. Do you do you have to explain to your kids about the captain and how big he was, and and just how terrible that news was when we heard that he died? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm explaining that. I'm explaining a little bit about Mickey. I'm explaining a little bit about although he did meet Ted Williams, my son. But even the '94 Cup, you know, with Messi, how big a deal that was when you think about it. You know, you think about all these great moments in sports. But what's fabulous is as many great moments as we all have had, and each one of us, they're different. There's more great moments coming. I mean, it doesn't stop. There's no finite amount of great moments. Uh, and as we live here today, there's more, and I'm going to capitalize on it. And I think it's really important to enjoy those great moments to the fullest. That's what sports really gives us. I think sometimes we get a little caught up in the winning and losing, but memorabilia is memories. And the memories of those moments, to me, is everything. And that's something I'm not giving up. That's not anything I'm selling. I have those magical moments where everything else didn't even matter. So I was just enjoying what I was just seeing in front of my eyes. And um, those are things that are uh, precious to me. And I think as a collector, I hope that people listening really focus more on that and collecting around those memories and, and really enjoying those memories forever in a day. Because why not? You know, they, they, those happen not every day, those special memories. First game with your dad. First game you ever went to, you know, Jordan hitting that game-winning shot, you know, that home run in the, in the 11th when you were 12 years old. You know, those are the things that, I, that I've really honed in on as a collector and as also building these collect- collections for players is, is these great moments. And 
you know, it's tough, man. Was, now you got me thinking about my Munson autograph. Like, that, that's just <laughs> such a moment for me, man. That was unbelievable when I ran into the elevator and ran into him. I mean, you just think about that first time you ever met a pro player, let alone him. That was outstanding. In Boston, like, I didn't see him coming. Boom. What do you want? I'm like, can I have your autograph, sir? <laughs> Boom. So those are just magical moments. You know, I got to do signs with Mickey Mantle, obviously, you know, Jeter, um, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Muhammad Ali was obviously one of the greatest, you know, phenomenal periods of just to be able to work with somebody like Muhammad Ali for four or five years was just outstanding. So it's just been a great run so far, and hopefully more stuff to come. It's Brandon Steiner just touching the tip of the iceberg of all the stuff uh, that you can find. BidCX.com, CollectibleExchange.com, of course, uh, AthleteDirect.com, another one of Brandon's brainchilds as well. Brandon, uh, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it, and uh, let's cool. catch up soon. And if you're out there, if you like my wife, then you know, definitely reach out. We'll help you. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. I'm Byland. Thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. 
It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Rick Tittle with you. we still got another hour to go. Dick Girardi and Jeff Doucette will join us in the next hour. The NHL had their draft lottery last night. And uh, the 15 teams that did not make the playoffs and throw in the Seattle Kraken as well. And the results are in. The Sabres, who were the worst team in hockey, they will have the number one overall pick. The Kraken will have the second overall pick. Then it will go Ducks, Devils, Jackets, Wings, my Sharks at seven, Kings, Canucks, Senators, that's the top ten, and then Blackhawks, Flames, Flyers, Stars, and Rangers round out the 15. Now, the Arizona Coyotes were forced to forfeit their first-round pick as part of uh, sanctions levied against the team for the NHL combine testing violations that they had last summer. And the Coyotes' loss was uh, some other teams' games, beginning with the Flyers, who moved up a spot uh, because of uh, that. So the draft will take place uh, July 23rd and uh, 24th, which is one month later than its usual date. And that's because the NHL season is going to finish up later than it usually does, which is going to prompt the delay, of course, from the COVID-19. Uh, so <clears throat> all I know is that when the Sharks came in, they came in by themselves. They did not get the number one overall pick, which would have been Eric Lindros. They picked second. They took Pat Falloon. And uh, the uh, by the way, as I was mentioning with Bruce Marshall yesterday from the Gold Sheet in Las Vegas, that the Golden Knights do not have to protect anyone. They get comp, uh, free compensation, free dispensation. I should say, should say from the uh, the expansion draft, which I think is a bunk. And uh, Bruce agrees with me. But anyway. Uh, Buffalo, you are on the clock. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. An appeals court has ruled that the Biden administration can't use race and sex as factors when distributing coronavirus relief funds. In a two-to-one ruling, the three-judge panel of the Sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said that the Small Business Administration was violating the Constitution's Equal Protection Clause by giving priority to minority and female-owned restaurants seeking coronavirus relief funds. The Justice Department declining to comment on the ruling or whether it would appeal to the Supreme Court. Businesses across the country rehiring as the nation reopens from a year-long pandemic. Payroll processor ADP reporting 978,000 jobs were added in May. That blows away Wall Street expectations of 680,000 and is the largest increase since June of last year. You're listening to USA Radio News. Recently, Facebook announced its ban on former President Trump, but promised to review the ban in six months. Now, Newsmax wants to know if you think Trump should be back on Facebook. Vote in Newsmax's national poll and let us know your opinion. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just seconds. Make your voice heard. We'll share poll results with the 30 million people who watch Newsmax TV. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. It's already the fourth largest cable news channel in America, with great recent guests like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Franklin Graham, John Voigt, Alan Dershowitz, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and so many more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. So vote now in the Newsmax poll on Facebook's Trump ban. Just text NORTH to 39747. Let Newsmax and America know your opinion. Israel's longest-serving prime minister may soon be replaced. Opposition parties in Israel announcing they've reached a deal to form a new government, which will sideline Benjamin Netanyahu after 12 years in power. He's expected, he's expected to be replaced by the more conservative former defense minister, Naftali Bennett. Tennis Finam Naomi Osaka's decision to withdraw from the French Open over mental health concerns has some of the biggest names in sports weighing in. Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps, himself no stranger to mental health struggles, tells CNN he's proud of Osaka. I was ecstatic to see how everything came across, but I was also very saddened to see how much backlash there was. You know, this is a human being that's that's sharing her feelings and emotions, and and um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it was challenging for her to do. In announcing her decision this week, the 23-year-old Osaka revealed she's been battling depression since 2018. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. A trove of 2020 emails from top epidemiologist Anthony Fauci have been released to the public. The emails detail Fauci's skepticism about masks protecting healthy people from COVID-19 and how he discounted the notion that the coronavirus escaped from a lab in China. President Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, tells Fox News the House and Senate need to act regarding these emails that were released. 
Well, I can tell you that what needs to happen is uh, Ranking Member Jordan and his Senate counterparts need to have another hearing where they actually bring back in Dr. Fauci to look at some of these key questions. Part of the troubling thing that we're seeing with these emails that are coming out is not only do they seem to correspond with what President Trump said and what Secretary Pompeo uh, said in terms of the origins of the virus, but it indicates that Dr. Fauci had knowledge or at least the suspicion of things not uh, happening in an evolutionary manner very early on. And he didn't share that with the task force. Despite a sharp increase in the price of gasoline, the Biden administration announced that they've suspended all oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Alaska's Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy denouncing the administration's action by saying each action they take demonstrates a failure to comprehend the worldwide demand for oil and gas. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 Rick Tittle with you. What is going on? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call as uh, we will get some open lines here in just about a little over a half hour. Dick Girardi, who is one of the top racing protagonists in this country, is going to be joining us. He's been a reporter for the Philadelphia Daily News for uh, nearly, excuse me, well, it's over 30 years. This guy knows what's up, and he'll tell us uh, what he thinks the uh, favorites or who he thinks we're going to be in with a shout there at the Belmont Stakes, which, of course, is the end of the Triple Crown. We'll do that after a quick break here. We'll also bring in a Jeff Doucette character actor. You may remember him in uh, some very funny movies over the years like Splash and others. He's in an ABC show tonight called uh, Rebel, and uh, we'll check in uh, with him. Rebel is all about the aforementioned Robert E. Lee. What's that? Oh, it's not about that. But anyway, we'll talk to Jeff, and then we'll have open lines 
at 1-800-878-PLAY where we can discuss football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, volleyball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, it's funny, as I was just talking about the lottery and my Sharkies, they're going to be in the top 10. They're picking at 7. Uh, but the thing is, I don't know anybody outside of what I read. You know, and I do read about who some of the hot guys are in the juniors coming up and overseas players who have become eligible for the draft. Uh, but, you know, you, these are all draft and stash guys. I think it's funny how in the NHL you can draft a guy and then he goes to college. What's that all about? It's kind of cool. But uh, in football, we know who they are. In basketball, we kind of know who they are. In baseball, maybe a teeny bit. But in hockey, no. I don't know who these guys are. I can just read about them. So hopefully I read about somebody good that they'll <laughs> they'll take. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle and the email is rick at sportsbyline.com. Come on back. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. 
So please call now, 800-251-7460, That's 800-251-7460. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, uh, thank you, and welcome back. Uh, Hour three underway, coast to coast and around the world on AFN. Rick Tittle with you, and uh, we're very happy to be joined once again by uh, Dick Girardi on behalf of BetOnline.ag. Dick Girardi's been covering the uh, Triple Crown since the 80s, Philadelphia Daily News and other publications uh, as well, and he gave us a little bit of a... uh, look ahead into the first two legs. And so here we are now with the Belmont Stakes in New York, the third leg of the Triple Crown. Dick, welcome back to the show. How much has the whole, I mean, we kind of thought, oh, we're out of the pandemic, kind of. We're getting some people back into the crowds. Maybe we'll get some normality. How much has the Medina spirit stain continue to kind of, quote, unquote, ruin the Triple Crown this year? So not a good timing yesterday, right, for the Belmont Stakes when Churchill Downs announced a two-year ban for Baffert. So, look, it's been the overarching theme uh, since a week after the Derby when we found out about the positive test. So, yeah, it's it's you can't be realistic and not say it's been a factor. Interestingly, even though it came up previous week, Pimlico and the Preakness did record betting handles on both the race and the card. So it wasn't like it stopped people from gambling that uh, Medina Spirit had this positive for the therapeutic drug, which you just, a horse can't have uh, in his system on race day. Now, a lot of people think that these tracks are cookie cutter, but Belmont is a mile and a half. How does that play in with the extra distance? Yeah, very different. 50% bigger than both Churchill and Pimlico, which are, uh, tip, are mile tracks, which are fairly typical in American racing. Belmont Park, as you said, Rick, being a mile-and-a-half track, uh, it's one of a kind. Um, The Belmont Stakes has run one lap around, a mile-and-a-half. Best way to envision it for people, it's 550 yards longer than the Preakness, so five-and-a-half football fields in a horse's life that's 30, 35 seconds, uh, but that can be be an eternity. So it does change things. It's just a distance they've never run before, a distance they'll never run again. Is there? It always seems like at the Kentucky Derby that they almost don't have enough places in the gate for all these horses, and then it's like a, almost like attrition. By the time you get to Belmont, you got less than ten horses. I mean, how does that work? Yeah, I think a number of things happen. People that qualify for the Derby and you qualify by amassing a certain amount of points by doing well in, in particular races, they almost feel like they're obligated to go. They're really not. Nobody's forcing them to go. But then they go, they go to the parties, they buy seats, they get hotel rooms, they airfare, cost them a fortune, and their horse runs 17th. And they go, oh, my God, what are we doing? So they reevaluate. Fewer show up for the Preakness. And this is a little unusual. It's only eight this year. But, yeah, I think there's so many dreamers who get disavowed of the reality once they finish up the track in the Derby. 
Let's talk about some of those horses. Um, something that I brought up with you the last two legs is Hot Rod Charlie because I had three of those brown football players, and it yep. was really kind of a almost like a lark. It's like, woo hoo hoo, this is cool, you know. Uh, Doug, <laughs> Doug O'Neill has the connection, and and yet, you know, uh, placed in the Derby, and and I guess was the show horse now after the uh, officially after Medina Spirit got kicked out. But uh, what do you think about Hot Rod Charlie here? He's a good horse. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know it's, it's a fun story, and, and everybody got into the Brown football players, but his last five starts, since they outfitted him with blinkers, he wasn't particularly good in his first three starts. Every race has been good. First, second, third, first, and third. Uh, and he's never been beaten by more than one length. And he ran great in the Derby. Uh, he just didn't win. Uh, as you said, he'll probably eventually be moved up to second once the uh, – uh, disqualification of Adina Spirit becomes official, which I suspect will happen here in the next weeks or months, depending on how long it takes to have a hearing down in Kentucky. But yeah, I brought Charlie's absolutely legitimate contender for the Belmont Saturday, no doubt. You know, when I look at uh, the horses, as I mentioned, there are only eight. Three are Todd Pletcher horses. Uh, Bourbonic, which sounds a lot like bubonic plague, but that comes from <laughs> bourbon, but you have Bourbonic, you have known agenda and you have uh, overtook maybe known agenda, probably the best of the three. But uh, what is there a rule as to how many horses one trainer can have, or is it possible that he can have all the horses? Yeah, no rule. I've never seen a race where one trainer had them all, but, yeah, technically that would be possible. It would be kind of a nice spot to be in if you're the trainer, right? You can't lose. It's a question of which horses are going to run in the money. But, yeah, no, there's no rule if uh, – if a horse either qualifies, like for the Derby, and Pletcher's had five in the Derby some years, they, they get to run it. And usually they have different owners. So a guy like Todd Pletcher has, I don't know, 250 horses in his barn. So he might have 50, 60 owners. So if their horses are good enough to run at these races, he's not going to say no just because he's got more than one. When you look at probably the favorite in essential quality, who was the favorite for a lot of people in the Derby and came in fourth? We'll see maybe third after the trial. But um, he got bumped at the start out of the gate, and then he went a little wide. But because of his breeding from uh, Tappet, a lot of people think that this is his time to shine, that maybe that this mile and a half will suit him better. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, he's not one of these horses with like one of those big accelerations during the race where they – you know, they're the only horse on the screen that you see, you know, like the basketball player that makes a second jump and everybody else is just coming down from the first. He's not that kind of horse, but what he is is a grinder. He just keeps coming and coming and coming. And on this big racetrack with these big, wide, sweeping turns, that's kind of a good way to win the Belmont Stakes. So, yeah, all those things are true about essential quality, which is going to probably make him the post-time favorite again. You know, you look at Ron Bauer, who – dominated in the Preakness, what, almost four lengths, uh, Rombauer won that. But it's interesting when I read uh, people saying that, well, he only got three weeks off. That's not going to be enough rest. What, what do you think about three weeks off, not enough? Well, you know, it's interesting. This sport has changed so much in the last 15 or 20 years. It sounds silly to us, uh, but there are analytics that suggest that's a problem at certain levels of racing. And this horse has had a lot of time in between his races typically. I can't evaluate that. Anybody that says they know for sure is making it up. Um, I, I know the trainer thinks he's going to be run great. Of course, he thought he was going to run great in the Preakness. I wish I had listened to him at 11-1. to 1. Uh, But, yeah, I, I can't come up with a reason why Ron Bauer isn't going to run well. And if he does, then I don't know that it's going to be the three weeks. Maybe he's just not quite good enough. 
So as a, a dark horse, I saw that, you know, overtook about 20 to 1. They're going to put some blinkers on him. Uh, you've got uh, France, Do- uh, Godeina at 30 to 1. Any any of the those two suit you, or is uh, no dark horse this time around? Yeah, I, I think they're both pretty much overmatched. I mean, France Godeina ran in the Preakness, got beat 17 lengths by Ron Bauer. I don't know that anything's changed in three weeks that's going to make him make up those 17 lengths. Overtook just hasn't run a race remotely fast enough to win. He's won for five lifetime. I don't see it. Um, you know, that same part of that stable, Rapoli Stable and St. Elias, they also have known agenda. St. Elias has known agenda. That's probably a, a, of the Pletcher, the three Pletchers. He's probably the one with the best chance. Last question for you. Known agenda broke from the rail at the Derby and then ended up way back. Is that something a lot of times you look at the jockey and they're just forced into that situation? I mean, how much of that is tactical? Yeah, I think they were just unlucky. Uh, the one in the Derby has traditionally been horrible since they've gone to this uh, 20 horse field. Um, what we weren't sure of, and we're still not because it's only happened twice, now that they have this 20 horse uh, gate for the Derby, the thinking is that the one post is now a little further away from the rail and it won't be so bad. But we've only had two years with it, so just not enough data. Um, but look, Known Agenda's Florida Derby is is good enough that you think he's got a chance. Um, he's going to have to improve some off that. But that one race, and, and often what you look at with horses is, is there a race in this horse's past performance that's going to be good enough to win? And that's probably pretty close to good enough. Then the other obvious harder question is, is this horse ready to run back to his very best race of his career? Go online to betonline.ag on Twitter, at betonline.ag. We've been speaking with the equine expert, the Prince of the Ponies, Dick Girardi. Dick, thanks for your uh, time and your insights. We appreciate it. You got it. Thank you, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. By the way, those are nicknames I made up for him. Come on back. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Oh, I think a lot of weird stuff. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. It's also great to welcome to the show Hollywood veteran Jeff Doucette. He is going to be seen in the uh, ABC, show, ABC show Rebel tonight. Of course, the uh, comedy drama with uh, Katie Seagal. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. And uh, when I say veteran, I mean you... You really have done so much stuff over the years, but uh, I mean, uh, comedy was really in, in your roots in the '70s, right? Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I came out to L.A. in '76 uh, with a comedy act out of Chicago. We were originally with Second City, and then uh, we started touring with Barry Manilow and the Spinners and people like that, and came out to L.A. in '76, and we started the comedy boom along with uh, Robin Williams and. Uh, Richard Belzer and uh, uh, Jay Leno and Dave Letterman and all, a whole bunch of people back then. You know, it's funny. But then I did a lot of sitcoms, too. So mm-hmm. uh, that was my big thing back then. 
actually had uh, Holly Laron and Greg Hess earlier in the show who have a podcast. They're with Second City right now, so this is the Second yeah. City show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> are you talking about like with Mitzi at the store and and uh, the the improv with Bud Friedman stuff like that? Exactly, uh, Mitzi at the store, and she had a, a Westwood store at the, at that time too, and then Bud Friedman at the Improv, and then we actually, I like to say that my act, it was Jeff and Ernst, it was a comedy team, that we uh, we started the comedy boom because we opened the first uh, nightclub, uh, comedy nightclub outside of L.A. and New York. It was in uh, Costa Mesa, and it was called the uh, Laugh Factory. No, the Laugh Stuff, the Laugh Stuff. And... Uh, we were on the opening night bill with Tom Driesen and Robin Williams. So wow. after that, every city in the country had a yuck yucks and a ho ho <laughs> and a giggles, and, you know. <laughs> but that was the first one. So we literally started the comedy boom. Had Tom Driesen on the show last year, uh, actually, and uh, you know he opened for Sinatra, as you know. So what was it like opening up for Barry Manilow? He was for people who don't know. I'm in my fifties. I mean, he was the biggest star in the world in the seventies. Yeah, he was, and. Uh, Besides his songs, the big hit songs, Mandy, and uh, I don't forget all of them. I but, write the uh, songs that make the whole That's it, I write the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, he wrote all these commercials. You Deserve a Break Today, right. McDonald's, and all that. So many commercials for, for so many products, and he would do a, a medley of his commercials in the act, too. I so, did. Yeah, he was, and he was the Bette Midler's... Uh, arranger and and uh, music director and when she first broke big so in those days at the uh by the way did you watch the uh the mike binder documentary on showtime about the comedy store i did yeah yeah i'm sure that brought back a lot of memories huh it, it did it was uh seeing so many i wasn't in it i'm amazed <laughs> 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 but, but but uh uh we uh all those people, and then there were a lot of people I didn't even know because you show up and you you don't meet all the comics. You just meet the ones performing that night, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, right so, before. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of them I didn't I didn't know at all. But but uh, it was great reliving those things and seeing the stage. As I remembered, it was a lot bigger than what it looked like on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you got the OR, you got the main room, you got the belly room. It it kind of depended where you were, right? Yeah, they should have a naval room. No, I don't know the. Uh, <laughs> uh, it depended where you were and who was performing that night. Yeah, but that original class because I went right before the pandemic. I was down there. I was in the the uh, the OR and they had the the best of the comedy store. So it was the '80s class. It was like Argus Hamilton and Yakov Smirnoff. But your class. I think about, you know, it's funny to see Michael Keaton and another guy, the Haven, Jim Varney used to be up there. And um, I remember hearing the story about the uh, the great uh, um, Jeff. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, you know, the pants are too high. I'll flip you like a cheese omelet. Jeff Altman. Uh, oh, Jeff Altman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he went up he to Mitzi. Yeah, he went up to Mitzi and said, I can do some voices. And she said, go ahead and try it. You got you do a good Mitzi. <laughs> it's only See, uh, yeah, yeah, and you know Jim Varney actually taught me to juggle. Michael Keaton was on my softball team for years. Um, it was a Keaton did a stand-up act. A lot of people are, are freaked out by that. They just don't get it. Um, but I, Jim Varney was my 
probably my favorite because of the crazy characters he did. Um, all of them were Southern, but they were just so <laughs> unique and so wonderful. And uh, um, Michael Keaton did did train, uh, train of consciousness kind of stuff, yeah. um, but really, really fun. And uh, um, who else did I really love back then? Well, um, so, there were so many great ones, it's hard to remember. But um, we, we did two-man sketch comedy. We were very high concept. And we ended up doing a Tonight Show in 77, but we were the first uh, sketch comedy to do the Tonight Show since Ace Trucking, I don't know how many years before us. And uh, then after us, then no one else did it anymore because the producer, Peter Lasselli, said, no, we want to save sketch comedy for Mighty Carson Art Players. So uh, at least we snuck in there a little bit. Oh, yeah, Aunt Flabby, the Tea Time movie, all that stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was just his domain. And no one else could bridge it. <laughs> Art, Art got in there. Yeah, uh, Floyd R. Turbo, American. Yeah. All those yeah, great characters. Late, what is the afternoon movie, Tea Time? <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? Was that the one you're talking about, Art? Art Fern, yeah, the Tea Time movie. Art Fern. Take the, uh, what is it? Oh man, that's so long ago. Well, he would do he would do Karnak from the desk, but yeah, Fern he would get up with the stick. Oh yeah, take the Slauson Avenue cut off and cut off your Slauson. Remember, a lot of lot of lot of Oxnard jokes too. Oh yeah, Oxnard, right? So I I remember Letterman. Letterman talking about how Freddie Prince would pull up in his yellow Corvette like a rock star at the Comedy Store on Sunset, and he was all of what nineteen or twenty. Yeah, yeah, nineteen twenty. We opened for that show for the Chico and the Man. We uh, helped, you know, get the audience in the mood once. Um, but you know, Freddie uh, used to at the Improv once. We, there used to be a gas station next to the Improv. It was an abandoned gas station, and Freddie would grab uh, like whoever he could. And one time it was me, and we'd go out to the gas station. He said, let me show you these kicks I just developed, and I let me see how close I can get to your face. I said, Freddie, no, no, man, I don't want to see how close you can get to my face. <laughs> <laughs> so he would try it, and he was, he was really high on cocaine, too, at the time. So I, I really didn't trust it, but uh, I let him do it, and he got to about an inch away from my face, and he was pretty good at it, actually. But, oh, my God, I didn't trust him at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more question about that group. How and I've had him on the show, but how neurotic even back then was Richard Lewis? Oh, he, his ex started out going to a psychiatrist. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, he was always really neurotic, and uh, 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 well, maybe not as neurotic as Andy Kaufman, but mm-hmm. he was pretty neurotic. And uh, funny, I mean, that's his whole thing is that he makes fun of the his foibles and his. Crazy neuroses all the time. Right. So I, I always wonder, Jeff, how often are you just sitting at home just going through the TV channels and then all of a sudden you see yourself in a rerun? Is that, like, surreal? It, it, it is, and it, it amazes me. And people say, hey, I saw you in – we watched Splash the other night. You know, that was, like, 1986 or something. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, my God, because I, I played one of the Eugene Levy's two moron assistants right. in, the, in that movie. and. And uh, or people say they saw a, uh, an old episode of Newhart, or you know, I did five years on that show. But anyway, a lot of a lot of old things they see, and I, I'm always amazed because I don't necessarily see them because I avoid them. 
I have them on tape. I, I can watch them whenever I want. My favorite line in Splash is when the guy jumped out and he's Captain Fat Jack. He goes, I'm going to go get the little boat. And Tom Hanks is like, the little boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of mine, too. That's a great line. Great and line. John Candy. John Candy in that thing just uh, broke me up every time he was on screen. So good. So tonight, uh, Rebel, What you're, you're playing a, a guy with a heart valve or something? Yeah, a, a, a defective heart valve. Well, it's not defective. It's just kind of... It, it, it has a thing in it that is poisoning me, mm. and I'm slowly dying. And uh, uh, in this episode, I can't wait for the settlement. I have to take a settlement from them. They offered me a deal I couldn't refuse. So, the the company, you know. But uh, I won't tell you the results of what happened mm. because I don't know them yet. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of laughs. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm 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 really I'm, I'm I'm barely talking. I'm out of breath. You know, it's one of those. Right. But uh, uh, but it was good acting. Hell, you'll see some great acting. <laughs> we'll there. see your acting you chops. That's Jeff oh, Doucette, yeah. everybody. ABC's Rebel. We'll check it out tonight. Hey, Jeff, thanks for coming on. Great talking to you. Thank you, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Open lines. is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. 
So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the Legal Helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. It's time for some straight talk. You've got real work to do, but everyone's sucking up the free Wi-Fi faster than a mocha choco double frap on ice. So be your own hotspot. Now with Straight Talk Wireless, get 10 gigs of hotspot data with the ultimate unlimited plan. Just 55 bucks a month on America's largest and most dependable networks. You don't have to find a hotspot. You are the hotspot. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Back to me, y'all. What is going on? Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world, on American Forces Radio Network. All right, everybody say it together with me. Invaders. Invaders. What does that mean? Guess what? chicken but the usfl is back shut up rick i would if i was lying i wish i would try to shut up the usfl the united states football league the spring league the league that played on baseball fields (laughs) at least you saw there was a lot of dirt a lot of dirt infields and such things back in the day the usfl is coming back what Nearly 40 years after folding, it announced today that it will resume in the spring of next year. Now, for me, when the Raiders left, it was, well, it was quite heartbreaking is what it was. And um, I have to say that uh, when the USFL said the timing was we're going to give Oakland a team, and it's going to be uh, the Invaders. Get it? Sounds like Raiders, but they were blue and gold, and they had a lightning bolt. It was kind of chargery, to say the least. <laughs> kinda, just a little bit chargery. So, <clears throat> that being said, with the USFL back. Um, I wonder if the Raiders, I just said it, if the Invaders is going to come back, not are, is. 
Well, they do say that they have the rights on all the original team names, like the Oakland Invaders, like the New Jersey Generals, like the Philadelphia Baltimore Stars, like the Memphis Showboats, like the LA Express. Do you remember when Steve Young uh, is uh, was got a $40 million contract? Um, and uh, that was a, a big deal back in the day. Yeah, Steve Young, $40 million in the 80s. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Uh, Brian Woods is the co-founder of the new USFL. He says, quote, I am extremely passionate about football and the opportunity to bring back the USFL in 2022 was an endeavor worth pursuing. We look forward to providing players with a new opportunity to compete in a professional football league and giving fans everywhere the best football viewing product possible during what is typically a period devoid of professional football. So here's the thing to uh, remember about the USFL. It played in the spring, and then one of their super rich owners, a New York uh, real estate mogul named Donald Trump, well, what Donald Trump did was that uh, he (laughs) uh, tried to force a merger And when he tried to force that merger, it went to the courts. The USFL actually won, and uh, they got a uh, damages of a dollar, and they had to distribute. So basically, Trump killed the USFL. And if you ever seen that documentary on who killed the USFL, when Trump sat down, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's just get this over with." It's like, damn, yeah. So uh, that's the thing now is that I'm still shocked at how many people continue to try new sports uh, football leagues. Sports football leagues? New football leagues. What what, what is that all about? And by the way, the UFL has not announced any teams, head coaches, schedules, nothing. All they've announced is that they have Fox Sports on board. Now, there's Fox Sports Net. That doesn't mean KTVU Channel 2 in the Bay Area. But this was a league that started, as I mentioned, the year the Raiders left. So it started in 83. It only lasted three years. They played uh, 16 games in the spring. This is the league. I remember when the uh, Generals got Herschel Walker and Doug Flutie. Herschel Walker, I thought, who's going to be able to tackle that guy? It was the best college running back I ever saw, maybe still to this day. I was talking about Reggie White earlier in the show with his teammate Leroy Butler. Reggie White started in the USFL. There were some stars. Remember on the Raiders, I keep saying Raiders, the Invaders, Art Whittington, the former Raider tailback, Ray Chester, the former Raider tight end. They were on the team. Cedric Hardman uh, was on the team as well, former Niner. And Raider, you had a young linebacker out of Cal named Gary Plummer who would go on to play for the Chargers and I think the Niners as well. Um, the quarterback of the uh, Invaders the first year was a guy named Fred Bassana who was not good. And I remember Mighty Mac the Maniac was the name of my DB coach in college, and he said, when I was in college, I intercepted Freddie Bazana three times in a game. My DB coach was like five foot six too, by the way. But anyway, when the uh, Michigan Panthers dissolved, they merged with what was left of the Oakland Invaders in that last year, and they brought in Bobby Abair, 
And Anthony Carter, who's a fantastic wide receiver out of Michigan who went on to have a great career with the Vikings in the NFL. And, of course, Bobby Hebert went on to become the Saints uh, quarterback. But Bobby Hebert, I had him on the show years ago, and he still has that uh, Cajun accent. And he goes, yeah, when I was uh, the invaders, I lived in an apartment in San Leandro. San Leandro. It's hard for me not to say San Leandro anymore. But here's the thing. There was no salary cap. And so the payrolls, as I mentioned, $40 million for Steve Young, the United States Football League affiliate in L.A., they could afford that, right? Um, they started off with 12 teams. They had a territorial draft because they wanted to load up on local college stars, as I mentioned. And, but in 86, when they said, we're moving to a fall league, and that was to, uh, you know, to try to, to merge. And then they um, filed that lawsuit against the NFL as a league violating anti-monopoly laws. And once again, they won a dollar. How much did they spend? By the way, winning a dollar is worse than losing. It's like getting a penny tip if you're a waiter. That's much, much, much worse than getting no tip. So um, if you think about it, the XFL is going to try again in 2022 as well. I mean, history, lessons not learned. Why? Why would anyone try the XFL? Now, my, one of my favorite stories, and apparently not many, but the, <laughs> the uh, invaders in their second year, they started off 0-8, and, and then they went, Eight and eight. They won. They lost their first eight, and they won the second eight. I remember that. And I'll never forget the game where they were playing the Houston Gamblers, and they had a quarterback out of Miami named Jim Kelly, and he had a wide receiver named Gary Clark, who would go on to play for the Redskins. But Jim Kelly, of course, four Super Bowls in the Hall of Fame. I just remember sitting in the third deck at the Coliseum, and Jim Kelly just just he would just throw these these balls like eighty yards in the air, and then Gary Clark would run past everybody. There was some talent in that league. But anyway, one of my favorite stories was when the, after they merged with um, Michigan and Bobby Aber, the, the Invaders had their best team, and they were playing the Philadelphia slash Baltimore Stars. It was a stupid, it's almost like saying, you know, the Oakland slash Salt Lake Invaders. But they, they were playing the Stars in the, um, in the bowl game, the championship game. But I was in Europe in the spring of 86. And so I had no way of knowing if they won the championship or not. And the only, the only way you could get any news, I know this sounds archaic. It's true. The only way you get any news was to get a Herald Tribune. It was the only English language paper. USA Today hadn't even gotten overseas yet. But uh, in the 90s, you could pick up USA Today before the Internet. But the, um, I couldn't get a Herald Tribune. And so I was in Munich, and in a Burger King, there were four U.S. servicemen there. And I knew the championship had happened a few days earlier. And I walked over and I said, excuse me, you wouldn't happen to know who won the USFL championship, do you? And the guy went, man, I ain't got time to be watching that bull beep. And I went, thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was hard for us Raider fans. They took away our favorite G.I. Joe and handed us a Raggedy Ann. Here's a doll. You can play with that. Uh, I don't like it as much. And how 
ironic, even though it's been a couple of years, but they're going to leave and we're going to get the invaders again. I just assume we're getting the invaders. I mean, how do you not? You have an empty Coliseum. The A's want the hell out. What are they going to do, tear it down? I just assume that the Coliseum is going to have the USFL. The question is, do you want to go? You know what? Because I do have some fondness and love, in fact, I just tweeted out my Invader t-shirt that I got a few years ago with some guests I had. Um, if I think about my love for that team as a, uh, you know, I was playing college football when the USFL was going on, and even then as a D2 player, I knew I wouldn't be good enough to play in the USFL. I didn't have any illusions of grandeur that way. But I have more affinity for them than if they just said, hey, here are the new Oakland arachnids of the XFL. I would be like, you would be like, or you would say it. Well, I would make that sound. I'd be, but uh, I think that they actually have a better chance than the XFL because the XFL, they modeled themselves after, you know, WWE. We're going to be cray to the cray. We're going to be so insane. You won't even believe the insanity we're going to do. We're going to change the rules. We're going to have super slutty girls as cheerleaders showing their cleavage and their boo-hoo hootie TNA. Uh, And most fans are like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) I went to one San Francisco Spiders game just to say I went to the the XFL, and I was good. One game was enough. So uh, Demons, what did I say, Spiders? No, Spiders was the team by Candlestick, the minor league hockey team. That's who the Spiders were. Um, But anyway, yeah, the Demons. Get that right. I made up arachnids. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 5912 PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Back to pass goes Tarkenton. He's going down the middle and White makes the catch. He is clean but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right. Uh, for the first time, really, in three years, I'm interested in the United States national team again. And tonight in Denver, I think 4.30 our time, they're going to start this goofy thing called the CONCACAF Nations League which we went directly into the semifinals. There's going to be a Gold Cup, too, in July. But the U.S. lost to Switzerland in a friendly 2-1. to one. And so uh, now that they're playing this, and if they win, they'll face Mexico or Costa Rica. It'll probably be Mexico. But some things to look at. And if you think about the strikers on the roster right now, Josh Sargent and uh, uh, Jordan Sibaccio, the guy I really want to say see is Timothy Weah, because Timothy Weah is George Weah's son. George Weah was the uh, European Footballer of the Year. He's Liberian. When he played with AC Milan, um, and then later Chelsea. I mean, the guy was an absolute rock. The fact that his son is an American is uh, fantastic. It really is. But if you think about teams that go without a true striker. You know, Chelsea and Man City sometimes kind of operate that way, but you could use Reyna or Pulisic or maybe even Brendan Aronson uh, up front as, as well. But the thing about the USA is always the defense, and it's kind of sad that the best defender uh, is John Brooks. No offense to him, but he has to play 
And then you got Mark McKenzie in the middle as well. So we'll see. Tyler Adams, if he's available, he was in the German Cup final with Leipzig. We'll see. We'll see if Weston McKinney, did they drop him deep? Do they push him up farther? Um, we just actually have some young players that are worth watching. And I'm over the sting, kind of, of missing out on an entire World Cup cycle. So we'll see what happens. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we're going to have Chris Porter in studio, the first guest, the first comedian in studio in 15 months. We'll see you then, 9 a.m. Pack time, baby. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.